So, what do you call a murderer who only kills fat people? A mass murderer. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry for that. I know that was a cheesy joke, but I, I wanted to start off with some comedy. But let's get right into the ridiculousness of our fucking world. So, turns out the NCAA is against discrimination. Hold on. Let me explain. <laughs> so the I read an article about the NCAA and how they will be pulling all championships from states who ban trans athletes. What? So RIP women's sports. <laughs> women's sports are gonna die off of like, like it's it's official. You know, there's there's no way women's sports is gonna stay as legitimate. Uh, type or legitimate type of sport to watch right after this because no no women's sports team is going to let themselves lose time and time again to a bunch of trannies all right and not make the switch okay <laughs> first of all ncaa is killing women's sports and they're letting it happen in, in order to appeal and appease the the feelings of a very small minority of Radical leftists who just spout out horseshit. Um, first of all, if you're a guy who identifies as a female and decides to play sports against other females, I want you to know. I want you to know you're, you're a colossal piece of shit and uh, you need to get fucking punched. <laughs> okay, Like, there, there's just no respect to that. Like, I know I already talked about this in another episode, not this particular NCAA event, but just how dangerous it is to include men in women's sports. But if you're a man who who feels because of his own emotional identification issues that he deserves to play against women um, for sports, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Like, you are. Like, I don't have to train at all. To know that I'm faster and I'm still faster and more in shape than 99% of the female population. Not because, not, well, yes, because I'm a man. <laughs> yes, because I'm a man. You know, we are born with that natural physical superiority. Um, yeah, may, later on in life, when I get old and fat and useless, uh, or will, I will stop being faster than most women that I see. But until that get, day comes, all uh, right, but until that day comes, I'm still physically superior than 99% of the female population. All right, and I think most men are as well. So if you're if you're willing to play sports with women, knowing there is a bi biological reason for why you are likely to win, no matter how many females come against you, um, if you're still willing to do that, you're a piece of shit, man. I'm sorry, you are a colossal piece of shit. So, moving on from there, I want to get into an interesting topic that just, I felt, or and I still feel, needs more discussing. So, over the weekend, I believe there was a volcanic eruption down in St. Vincent. And so, the volcano, of course, it led to a lot of destruction and fear, because it's a fucking volcano, Alright, it, it nobody wants to nobody wants to fall victim to an exploding volcano. But so for the volcano itself there was a rescue or for the rescue effort there was a 
cruise ship that was available for rescue to, to be used to rescue citizens um, who needed to be saved. Um, and however, though, that cruise itself, that rescue cruise was saved only for people who were vi vaccinated and those who weren't were told to uh, run to a shelter. Um, so this is where we're headed, people. If there is a natural calamity that's dooming all of you, they will purposely differentiate between us and us. Basically, they want to create separation. They want us to intentionally divide ourselves over a virus with a 99% survival weight. Survival rate, excuse me, weight. Like I have a speech impediment. Weight, weight. No, it's a 99% survival rate. And if you think that's okay to just turn people down, all right, who are literally facing the exact same calamity as you over a, an issue, it's, it's a fucking flu, literally a fucking flu, all right? And to anybody who justifies this kind of mentality, that's why our society is failing because we're allowing these people at the top to tell us what to do, which, and when we know what they're doing is intentionally wrong, that's not okay. Like we, we are always taught since an early age to always save or help people in desperate need because that's what good people do. And now, like I guarantee you, we don't make a big fuss about the fucking flu vaccine, despite the fact the flu has always killed more than any about any, any amount of people COVID has ever attempted. No, not COVID. No, yeah, COVID has ever come close to. Um, but yet, you know, we're we're not willing to save people. You know, we're not willing to try to help people if they're not vaccinated uh, for a vaccine with a ninety nine percent survival rate. That is where we're at, folks. That is where we're headed, and it's gonna get a lot worse. Um. This this vaccine, like even even now they're they're talking about pushing uh, microchips, you know that can detect the COVID ahead of time, and and I think vaccinates you the second you get it. First of all, I don't trust that for shit. Okay, I don't trust any of that for shit because literally every dystopian scientific movie we have watched has always talked about how shit got a lot worse once they introduced a microchip that tracked people or that did something. And, and the fact that we're allowing this to persist, to become a, a, a mood, a, a thing that's accepted, I don't know. Like, we are, I feel like we have been warned like about, about much of this shit ahead of time through all the media we've consumed, through all the obvious theories that have played out and through all the even the terrifying biblical uh predictions these biblical prophecies have warned against much of this shit that's happening in our in our modern world and the fact that mo many people are just accepting it as the status quo as just things that happen i don't know it just it gives me the fucking heebie-jeebies and i don't like it I don't like it one bit. I think we need to fight a global revolution. That's that is the goal. I want to free the human race from this uh, corporatocracy, this corporate network of elites that really control this world. Uh, let me get off this COVID. 
topic. Let's get into a more cancerous topic. Um, Democrats versus Republicans. Which side is worse? You know, this this discussion in America, is it's classic. You know, it's, it's something that we all um, have been taking seriously. Um, a lot of people, whether or not they're on the, they're on the Democratic side, they, if they're, first of all, if you're a Democrat who is a Democrat and supports everything Democrat, you're going to present arguments for why the Republican Party is the definition of Satan. If you're a Republican who supports the Republicans and votes Republicans regardless of what, you are 100% going to present arguments for why um, the Democratic Party is Satan. You know, um, but what I want to say when in history have any one of our democratically elected officials, whether or not they're Republican or Democrats, when in history have they ever a- answered and followed on, followed through with the promises they given us, with the promises they they gave during their election? Because they want everybody to vote for them. They want everybody to vote for them. So they need to give. Oh my gosh! I just burped. Excuse me. When in history have they ever answered on the promises they the promises they've given us? Um, I'm going to answer that for you. Never. They never have. Every side. First of all, Republican side pretends to be on the side of small business when in fact they're actually on the side of big business. The Democrats pretend to be on the side of the people and social care when in fact the historical record has proven otherwise, and they're only using now this common era to manipulate the people and pretend as if they, they're working for the people, when in fact, every one of their decisions have actually led to much of the division and discrimination we see now, you know? I, I don't give a fuck what side are you on, Democrats or Republican. Your, your candidates are not the good guys. Your, your people that you vote for are not the good guys. They are the bad guys, you know? None of our none of our democratically elected officials are actually the good guys because they don't answer on any of the promises they present. It is all a fugazi, a a, a facade, a fugazi. What's, what's that word? Um, what's that word? Uh, fucking. How, how did how did Matthew McConaughey pronounce it when he was uh during the Wolf of Wall Street? Fugazi, fugazi. It is all a fugazi. If you guys saw the Wolf of Wall Street, that is an epic movie. But that kind of mentality uh, in the Wolf of Wall Street where money is the end-all, be-all. That is the mentality of of which the corporate elite operate. And those corporate elites are the ones who, who run the show in reality. And that's that's one thing we're not, we're not willing to accept. Now, I'm not knocking down um, corporations. I'm not knocking down business. I am an anarcho-capitalist who, well, I can't really call myself an anarcho-capitalist. I believe capitalism should be um, as free as possible with minimal regulation from from the from the government, and that regulation should only come in the form of punishing corporations and businesses that have very dark and twisted practices, uh, like for example, the pharmaceutical companies who intentionally push out addictive and self-destructive drugs and pay off doctors to prescribe their drugs knowing damn well they're going to 
make billions off of the suffering of millions of people. You know, those people need to be punished. All right. Now, the reason why the government does need to get involved a bit to punish the bad people is because the bad people are what make capitalism look bad. Like the communists are right to an extent. Capitalism does disenfranchise people. All right. Like, for example, it's you're going to go to jail if you start making crack. Right. Um, however, like I said before, the pharmaceutical companies can push out very addictive drugs that destroy you from the inside out and they get paid billions on and they're considered scientific geniuses. Why is the crack dealer not considered a scientific genius? His crack takes away the pain of take the, takes away the pain of his clients. His crack gives you gives his clients happiness. Just the same way the literal heroin drugs, like these pharmaceutical companies are pushing out literal heroin. Like drugs are 10 times more potent and destructive than heroin. And they're considered scientific geniuses, all right? Yet they're, they're the ones responsible for this, um, what's it, what's, this opioid crisis that has killed thousands upon thousands of people who weren't trying to do heroin at first were they they were prescribed a drug that they thought was was going to get rid of their rid of their back pain but instead got them hooked on fucking heroin you know if if they can do that but the crackhead with who makes no money who who just wants to make a little bit of pocket change to feed their kids can't do that can't sell crack to make money to feed their kids it's clearly obvious there's a difference in our society that's based off of class and if you have a difference in society based off of class, that is when capitalism starts to fail. Because capitalism is supposed to be a tool for every person to be able to use for upward mobility, you know? However, when it's being used for to benefit an only an, a select few and punish a select few, not a select few, a, a select majority, because the majority of people do not have enough money to foreign pharmaceutical corporations to sell drugs. You know, you only you can only sell drugs if you have a billion-dollar pharmaceutical corporation. Like, that is the corruption in our society, all right? And if, if you play that against people, you will win, which is what the communists are doing. They are playing that against people and showing how disenfranchised our society is. And that's a fact. I believe capitalism should be free Meaning there should be no regulations that benefit any sector or any one corporation. Because what, what we're seeing in our world is a crony capitalistic society in America where the rich billion dollar corporations can buy over politicians to vote and pass regu regulations that only benefit them. While the smaller, smaller businesses, the family businesses, the small businesses that run the American economy literally suffer because of these regulations and either have to uh, close shop or struggle some more and watch as their savings deplete over time until they eventually have to close shop. You know, that is, this crony capitalistic society is not capitalism. It's crony capitalism. And, and it's, it's not fucking fair. <laughs> and it's not fair. And the, but yeah, life isn't fair. Life is not fair. There needs to be struggle. But the difference is crony capitalism is not fair by design. Life is not fair because of the opposing personal interests of individuals 
and how we all have different meet different goals in life. You know, that is not the same as a crony capitalistic society that is built upon only benefiting a few elite. That is it. Like if if other people cannot use the same tactics to get rich as other people, then it quite clearly is not a fair system. I can talk about this shit for hours, all right? But it just isn't fair. And I don't know how you can look at yourself and and, and view it as fair because it, it flat out isn't. All of, all of these billion-dollar elites that are continuing to fuck with the system, I don't know. I don't like it. But anyways, I've rambled on long enough. I know this is a shorter episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you check out my book on Amazon. It's called Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. Again, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. Aside from that, boys and girls, take care. Have a wonderful day, and God bless.